Before we start, I just wanted to talk about John Madden, the legendary broadcaster and coach, and of course the face of a video game franchise, probably where many of us uh, younger people know that name. Who died? He died Tuesday night, and I mean, I I didn't really grow up with him broadcasting, but I've gotten to hear some of the highlights and some of the things he said and I just I honestly wish that I could have um, grown up with that and this is no offense to other commentators other color commentators I may be one of I want to be a commentator you know but I don't know if I'll I'll, I I don't think I could ever be like that and no one really has been Uh, the way he could invite you in and just explain things and be so intelligent but not in a condescending way and just really I mean the way the way he did it was amazing um I I just wish I could have had that and of course a video game franchise you know I mean I've I've played Madden for a while um and it's it it is NFL football as a video game I mean it's not the new NFL game it's it's Madden it's it's synonymous and he made sure it was 11 on 11 football and the computers could barely handle that you know i mean you're playing on apple II and ms dos and all that stuff and he figured it out so um that's i mean just just remember him john madden that john madden dead at 85 years old lived a great life at least i think and made an impact on a lot of people. Now back to the show. All right, welcome to a special episode of Flags and Fouls. We were supposed to be done last week, and... Honestly, what happened was Jonathan Allen decided to take out Deron Payne, and from there I realized we had to do a throw a flag segment. So, a lot of other funky sh- a lot of other funky shit too. So, I'm here with Omero. Omero, thank you for being with me in a kind of short notice Hello. special episode. <laughs> it's a, it's a... <laughs> I'm also very happy because Texas Tech won their bowl game. Oh, very they did, happy. They did win. We destroyed Mike Leach in Mississippi State. They got a big trophy. We did get a big trophy. Liberty <laughs> Bowl is nice, bro. Imagine yeah. we almost ran the guaranteed rate bowl, and that would have been like a third of the payout or half the payout or something like that. We got in the yeah. Liberty Bowl, which is actually one of the top eight oldest bowl games ever. So it's pretty good, actually. Damn. We made Mississippi State's offense look like trash, so that was fun. The fact that Mississippi State had players out doesn't really matter, especially because on offense, man, like they still had their dudes, and we 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 stopped them. I'm I'm honestly really surprised, and I'm really excited for Texas Tech football. Also excited for fantasy football. Oh yeah, which is good because those are the only two things I got going. Because like everything else, <laughs> everything I got going. Between uh, you know, the Thunder actually have a lot of potential, and the Texans <laughs> honestly, that was nice. That was nice. Oh, uh, the Texans they won, didn't they? Yeah, no, they won. They they are probably worst rushing offense like in the history of the league. Carved up the Chargers for 150 yards. Jesus, 180, I think actually combined. Rex Burkhead had 150. 
you're wondering who that is, and that one, you're not a Patriots fan, and two, yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of the point. Um, <laughs> Davis Mills out here only had like six incompletions. That's crazy, bro. How many passes? Are... 27. How many passes? 21 oh, for 27. Nice. Oh, no, good. he's good. No, honestly, like this dude's in the worst situation of any rookie quarterback, and he actually can ball yeah, we out. Got like, <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't know, the Texans situation kind of rivals the Jags situation. Like, they're both really bad, but we know <laughs> yeah, which team. Uh, yeah, the, the others, though, I don't know. Mac Jones is doing well, but, like, you understand, like, his situation is really good. And not not that doesn't take away from him. That's just, that's just what it is, you know? Honestly, you know, we were supposed to do throw a flag and we we're supposed to already start already. I want to ask you an interesting question I have. Right now, who is your offensive rookie of the year? Because the odds maker's favorite oh. is Mac Jones. No, but... it's Jamar Chase. So you think Jamar. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Jamar Chase just because of, uh, uh, one, because he was uh, doubted to begin the season. Like, they was like, oh, he, he can't even catch the ball right. just because he doesn't. I think it was because the ball was different. And uh, now he's, like, really good. And he showed up by week one, like it was like, oh, like this man is he's legit, like he's the real deal. So I think it, it should be. It him. was really. Mac, it's. A, oh, I credit to Mac Jones. You know, you said it was like a uh, his system really mattered. That's true. I'm I'm really happy for Mac Jones because I was really coming out of Alabama. I guess uh, I was hoping he wasn't going to be a bust just because he played with such a good receiving core. You know, and I was like, dang. Hopefully he doesn't bust and like everybody else shines. And but when he went once he went to the Patriots, I was like, oh, they got like that's the perfect fit. So I think it's good for Mac Jones and the Patriots. I think he landed there. I think it's good for his career and the Patriots' future. So good for him. Yeah, think about it this way: he didn't win the Heisman his uh, his last year at college. His wide receiver won the Heisman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, Dante if he Smith. went to the NFL and he was a bust, it'd be like, well, we know who was. You know what I mean? Who was really right to tell it really was. Yeah, and, and Smith has been really up and down. Uh Jamar Chase, so I like the the whole thing about where he's been. It was like, man, this dude's like surefire top five, but he might fall just because of how the how the draft will work out. And yeah. and then sure enough, Bengals took him. But then it was like, oh man, he can't catch the ball. Or oh, what do you mean he's making? Because the uh, the ball thing is because the college ball has the white lines on the ends. Yeah, the NFL one doesn't. So that was the thing. It was like, oh my god. And I even was like, man, he ain't. Maybe yeah. he's got to take some time. And then week one, he's like, oh my bad. <laughs> he was like, my bad. Let me show you what I can do. It's like, damn. He and T Higgins though. Um, T Higgins not a rookie, young too, but they're both the Bengals the skill Bengals, players are really yeah. interesting. Yeah, they're receiving quite really nice. Tyler Boyd is nice too. Tyler Boyd is nice. Uh even uh CJ Uzimoa, tight end's really good. Joe Mixon. Oh, I was about to back. say Joe Mixon, bro. I'm so happy. That makes he he uh he makes me happy because when he came out of college, I was like, man, he had that controversy. So I was like, I wonder what's gonna happen with his career because he was solid. Uh, I think yeah, he went to OU. Violence, yeah. yeah, so I was like, he was solid over there. So I was like, man, this is he's gonna be nice. And then uh once that happened, I was like, hopefully he gets a chance with the Bengals. Like, hopefully they actually give him the ball. And now he's like leading in rushing. I think he's a top five. Something like that. So yeah, he's been him. very good. And and Joe Burrow, too, has been oh, yeah. really good. He 
He is one of the top guys. I don't think he's better than Justin Herbert. Everyone wants you to say that. So? Oh, oh, would you take Herbert over Burrow? I would. I mean, I understand Burrow's played really well lately. I understand the blowout, but I think just looking over the last two years, I would still say Justin Herbert. Hmm. Just the way he was able to take the league by storm without getting like any preparation in his first start and is pretty much just kept going yeah, without yeah. a whole lot of hiccups. Um, I, I wish we would have been able to see right now. I wish we would have been able to see Burrow healthy to really compare the rookie seasons. You know, that's true. Um, Burrow didn't get as much of a rookie season or as good of a supporting cast. They hadn't quite matured yet. Is is probably the best way to describe it because honestly, it's a lot of the same people. But um, yeah, the Bengals. They're they're young. They're interesting. They could beat the Chiefs, but yeah. at the same time, they're so young. I could also see them losing by three touchdowns. Like I could really see a, a big range of outcomes in that game. And Jose picked the Bengals, and honestly, it it could happen. <laughs> I, I'm I'm That's not kind of betting funny. against the Chiefs, but uh, I I think that could the happen. Chiefs. I wonder what's happening. What's going to happen with the Chiefs? Just because it was like their dynasty was looking like they're going to be something like they're going to be here for a while. But you have all these teams like up and coming, and then it looks like the Chiefs are falling apart. Not falling apart, but I think they finally figured it out, which is good for them. But I hope like they, you know, hopefully they find success because I was really looking forward to see this dynasty. You know, I think that's a weird thing. Is like it they're doing it in a different way now because teams are just not letting them beat them deep as much, and I think that even maybe when they still play single high coverage, the Chiefs are just a little bit iffy i guess but they're still the best team in the afc i mean they're they're now the best team in the afc just really without a doubt just because every other team has kind of faltered along the way as well and then the nfc it's top heavy but even those teams seem to have like fatal flaws bro the playoffs are going to be so interesting because it's like who's going to win you know what i mean like yeah i'm telling you like we're not that far away from like the colts and the <laughs> I mean, the coach. I, I don't know. After the top five in the NFC, I'm not uh, top. Yeah, top five Bro, in the what NFC. What if the I'm not Cowboys the go to the Super Bowl? Like, real talk. Like, what if the Cowboys actually make it to the Super Bowl? You know how excited the truth is. I've really thought about it because, like, Jose's like, they're going to make it. They're going to make it. You know, all that, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, good yeah. Cowboys fan. But I've really thought, and I'm like, honestly, if they play the way they should, like, they would be the best team in the league. Like yeah, they really honest. would be because the they best have everything. Team. You know what I mean? They don't have. Yes. I don't really know like what they're missing. Like they have everything. It's just you so want to like, see. To me, I want to see some consistency out of the running game. I want to see if Zeke can keep it going. But Tony Pollard's back, which I think is big. For a while there, it was more on Zeke, and I think that's when their running game faltered. The slump Dak was in. I think he's fine. I think he's out of that. Um, so I think that question's answered. The running game is what I want to see. And the defense, they're very good at forcing turnovers. But if they can't force turnovers, that's what I want to see is can they defend teams? And um, you see Trevon Diggs leads the league in interceptions, also leads the league in yards <laughs> allowed. That doesn't mean like he's the interceptions are fake. No, I mean, he really is one of the best corners in the game right now. But it is very boomer bust like on an extreme level that we haven't quite seen. That's crazy. He leads the league in yards allowed. 
That's why. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why I like a guy kind of like J.C. Jackson or um, even the corner from the Falcons is actually really good. Or Jalen Ramsey from the Rams, although his plays oh, declined Jalen a little Ramsey's, bit. He's declined a little bit, but he's still one of the top corners in the game. J.C. Jackson yeah. from the Patriots is a little bit underrated. He's not talked about enough either. But, um, but yeah, Trevon Diggs and, you know, he and Micah. Next week, we'll talk about DPOI. We'll talk about defensive players. Oh, yeah, when everybody's here. We'll get everybody. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I was just going to say Micah Parsons. <laughs> I'm honestly going to jump on that train, too. I'll probably will. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of, there's a lot like of candidates you, there. Man, I don't know who's going to get it. Offensive player of the year, you've got two historic seasons, and one of them's got to lose. Bro, I would. I was thinking that I think I'd give it to Cup. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how that how you feel next week. I'm I'm very split. Both of them are on my fantasy team, so I mean I I mean I I don't really have any bias towards either of them. Like because I, mean, I do, but like what's it called? Cup yeah. is just nice like that. John, the yeah. Coats O line is nice like that. You know what I mean? So I would expect anybody to eat behind there, especially if you have skill, you're gonna eat even more. You know what I mean? Sure. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. Because yeah. I get where you're going. I <laughs> you do get where you're going. So yeah, I think Cooper coverage is individually nice. <laughs> There's a lot of argument. There's a lot of arguments I could take on that, but I get where you're going. So let's do number one on throw a flag. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me decide which one. I, oh, sorry, I'm in the wrong one. Okay, Let, let's do number one. The one that made me realize we had to do this. Watching <laughs> Sunday Night Football, right? We're, we're, and you, you'll have number two on on the the game itself, but we'll do number one. Deron Payne. We don't even know what happened on the sideline of Washington Football Team. Deron Payne ends up talking Jonathan Allen. Hey, he puts a finger uh, in Jonathan Allen's face, and Allen takes a swing. Bro, I, I swear he put a gun. I swear he did a, his finger. His his hand gesture was a gun. I swear. Let me look. Because I was like, what did he do to him? Like, what did he do to make him that mad? Like, that mean from Boondocks? And I was like, oh. bro. And it looks like he's like, bro, I'll do, I was like, shut up before I shut you up. You know what I mean? And then he got mad. And he's Got big on him. I'm gonna Did say you? no. That's tight. You, it's definitely I mean, like a point. It's not like this. Yeah, those of you watching yeah, on it, YouTube, it's not, it's not like, like this. vertical. It's, it's at like an angle. he's yeah, pointing you know what I'm like, so He's like he's hitting him at his side. So I was like, yeah, what is he again, doing, maybe bro? the thumbs up a little bit. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I was a little confused why he did that. And their teammates too. And what's funny is the Washington football team took their own bench to the, like their own benches to the Cowboys Stadium, <laughs> just to get blown out by, like forty two points or that. Hey man, you got to make the trip worth it. You know, you got to get your own yeah, benches. Right. The benches <laughs> got to have a you nice time. <laughs> you got to make it worth it. You got to be comfortable at a in a blow. Except the Cowboys benches aren't really the problem. Facts. That is true. Washington's whole field. 
the whole organization. The whole I was about to say everything about them is kind of falling apart. Their stadium specifically is, is literally falling apart. <laughs> yeah, no, like the, the stadium is a microcosm of what is happening to the organization, or yes. what's actually been happening to the organization. But sometimes we just never wanted to talk about it. And if if y'all want to listen to episode nine, we talked about it. Sean and I talked about oh. the football team and the investigation and all that stuff because it's uh, it's pretty chilling. Uh, what what was also out in the Washington Post. But anyway, let's also make fun of the Washington football team a little more. Omero, you told me this, and I even watched the game, and I didn't really process this, mostly because I was too focused on, I guess, <laughs> 1B. Terrence Steele, the Cowboys offensive tackle, caught a touchdown. Wreck'em, baby. He did catch, yeah, he did. But damn. But Omero, you, you mentioned this to me. Bro, I, th- I thought it was funny because I was like, dang, the, it's, it's tough. that was a really bad blow. Like, how do you look like that? You know what I mean? Then I, I saw, I was like, how did they, how did, where did the Cowboys touchdowns come from? And boy, the Cowboys had, they had five straight uh, offensive possessions where they scored a touchdown. And then they had a defensive touchdown with a pick six by Demarcus Lawrence. And then the third quarter, they had a blocked punt for a touchdown. And then they also had another touchdown, another offensive touchdown towards the end of the game. But I was like, the, the Washington football team really allowed a, a touchdown on each, like in every way possible. Special teams, defense, offense, like that's crazy. <laughs> like they find a way to lose. Like either way, like they're gonna lose again. They realized they were gonna lose, and they just went all out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you they just were like, <laughs> yeah, they went all out, bro. No, good uh, they weren't home because that would have been embarrassing. That would have been at least when they were home. They were like in the fourth quarter, they acted like they were good. Making it within a score when it, it was not that close. It was not 27-20. Like you kind of want to crap on the Cowboys a little bit because it's like, bro, you only beat them by seven. No, we just we just let them that's have probably, some fun, you know. That's probably why they beat them this time by 42. Like I, I don't I think it was 56 to 14. I think that was the final score. I think it was but I don't know. Um track here. Number four, the New York Knicks beat the Detroit Pistons a couple days ago. I swear, what's wrong with the New York Knicks, man? Like, they won, but their starters all had a negative plus minus. (laughs) And and those of you watching on YouTube just get to see it. And the bench all had a positive plus minus. All of them quickly had the lowest plus minus off the bench. He had a plus 27. And the Knicks won the game. You want to talk about carrying your team when they need it most. Actually, pull up their actual score. So I want to look at this. Knicks and Pistons. It was Wednesday, the 29th. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. Alec Burks off the bench is like, oh, I'm the real dude. My bad. 27 minutes. He scores 34 points. Emmanuel quickly scored 18. Taj Gibson, eight rebounds. Man, they basically bench the starters after a while. Is what I'm looking at. I mean, the the bench played more minutes than the starters. Tom Thibodeau knew what was up. That's insane. Why are the Knicks just bad? Like what? I mean, I, so it's, it's, it really seemed like they were figuring it out too last season. I feel like it was just uh, you know what I mean like uphill from there, but nope. I mean, one day. One one day, I mean, they're fans. Day, Imagine if the Knicks are actually good. Like how passionate they are now. Imagine if they were good. Facts. Imagine those side talk videos if the Knicks were good. 
Yeah, that'd be insane if the Knicks were good, bro. I feel like it'd be like the great. I feel like if the Knicks were good, it'd be good for the NBA. Imagine what Spider Cuz would be saying right now if the Knicks were good. <laughs> Tell you, that's crazy. The last, uh, no, or I don't even know what number. It doesn't matter. Russell Westbrook from Stat Muse. Give him credit here. Because I didn't realize Ooh. this. Russell Westbrook leads the league in triple doubles with eight. The Lakers are three and five in those games. There you. The mm-hmm. only player with a losing record with more than tr- two triple doubles this season. And and when a player scores a triple double in the rest of the league combined for 25 and 13 in those games. We're going to have to talk about the Lakers, okay? I mean, I know we we kind of laid off a Russ for Anthony Davis and now we're also realizing the whole team is bad, but like I mean, it, See, it feels like we who do you point <laughs> the finger at? Because like the whole LeBron team. James? I'm just kidding. You don't point the finger I mean, at LeBron. In a uh, way, but like at the same no. time, it's not like his play is a problem. LeBron's playing amazing. LeBron's playing amazing. He's out here scoring 30 he's playing every great, night. Bro, to he's be out honest, here playing he's center. Like MVP. Yeah, he's, he's probably like lucky at an MVP level right now. He's out here playing center. <laughs> yeah. And he's still carving yeah. people up. He's, he's like, I feel bad. I feel bad for him, bro. He's carrying the Lakers right now. My only thing that I would say is, like, how much input did he have in building that team? Because if he had a lot of input, then that, then it does end up becoming his fault. But if he didn't, then, I don't know. That is kind of weird. That, that, I mean, that whole situation, it's just like, man. One thing I've always thought is, I, I, I know now, if I wanted Jose to lose in game picks, I could just pick the Packers every time and then just like make him pick against the Packers and then I could get him to lose. Like I thought about oh, yeah. doing Packers and Lions week 18 because I know he picked the Lions and I thought about just... <laughs> I know just, he'll pick the Lions. <laughs> he will just, pick the Lions. He will pick in his words, which are actually the words of Trap House Sports, Jared Jared off. Go and he will pick the lines. Or I could do, and normally if the Lakers are good, I could make, I could just pick the Lakers games and he'd always pick the other team. And over the course of a season, that would be a negative record. Except this season, yeah. because that would actually probably be a 500 team. Yeah. Possibly worse. Just because their schedule ahead and they ain't figuring it it's out. It's hard, bro. They're going to, they're so fun, bro. I feel bad for Bron. I, I kind of do. Is, if he gets I don't think he realized though, what he was doing. <laughs> I don't think he realized I, uh, what he was doing. I think they went for, to be honest, I think the reason they put the team the way they did is for playoff experience. You see, here's the thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't even going to make the playoffs, that playoff yeah, experience ain't going to help you a whole lot. <laughs> and, like, that's just kind of like, they can't make shots or nothing. They're, you know what I mean? They kind of... Fall apart on defense a couple of times. You know, it's good when maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I, I get that idea. Like, how about this? Yeah, we want playoff experience. Maybe hire him as a coach. Right. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we got playoff experience. Yeah, but you can't move. <laughs> but you can't move. <laughs> you tire out yeah, after 20 of, minutes. Was, I don't know if you should trade Westbrook or not. I... Because who's going to take Might him? Might as well. 
They they. I mean, Sean said the best. They should trade him for KCP, Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, <laughs> maybe some picks. You know what? That I think that worked out. Good. I think that I think worked that out. Works out. Maybe yeah, if they also like could figure out a way to trade for Lonzo Ball. That might actually work out. Bro, Lonzo would be perfect. On Brandon the, Ingram. On the... Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you think about it, like other players you're naming, except for KCP and Kuzma, like if it would die, if they if they would have stayed, they don't have a ring. That's true. Hey, if you. It's it's like dealing doing a deal with the devil when you sign LeBron. You get a ring, yeah. but you have I mean, no future. And it's it's kind of like, like I guess it was kind of like hoping that like you have all these assets and you're gonna sit on them and hope they work together and they fit, or you can go and make sure you get something that you know will fit. You know, what I mean? it's yeah, like you pay the price down on, the road, though. Yeah, they paid the <laughs> price, but. I think they're probably sitting there happy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's also true. Like, would you rather be a team that, like, makes the Western Conference? Would you rather be a team that, like, builds and builds, and then you start making the playoffs every year, and then you make the Western Conference Finals, and then you get to a Finals, but you never win it? Or would you rather just you know I mean? win a ring and then kind of tail off and then just play like and then you have to totally rebuild in, like, five years because your team's totally decimated? <laughs> but you got a ring. But you got a ring. You know what I mean? It's like... That's the question. I'm pretty sure Jazz yeah, would take okay. that right now. The Jazz would definitely take that. Just, Jazz just retired at least you won. in the playoffs every you year. <laughs> and then especially if like the players don't resign, like you just lost all that talent for nothing. Right, yeah. And then this age, and that that's very true. And you know, so, the, this, uh, this was supposed to be a short throw flag episode. That is not what happened. But you know what? That's okay. We'll do the last <laughs> one, and we'll go ahead and end it. Music City Bowl. This was a beautiful bowl game. Those of you who did not watch it missed out. Nashville, Tennessee. On ESPN, Tennessee and oh. Purdue. And they were wild. And I swear the last four minutes, all they did was score. I mean, the commentator said it was like rookie. It was like rookie mode on Madden. No, bro, it was like rookie arcade. Like they actually, you know, let you choose now. It was arcade. Like it was actually that bad. They were throwing bombs, throwing bombs, big runs. (laughs) Defense was non-existent. Forty-five, forty-five. They go into OT, and uh, Tennessee actually had a fifty-six-yard field goal to make it. They didn't make it. I mean, you know that happens. Uh, They go into OT. Tennessee gets the ball first. They drive. They make a fourth and two. I mean, Hendon Hooker out here, he scrambles. I don't know how he got that first down, man. It was wild. They get all the way to the one-yard line. Fourth and goal. Chip shot field goal or go for it. They're like, we're going to go for it. And they, run, and they give it to the running back. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can you, you could have seen this. But to those of you listening, I'll just explain. If, if you haven't seen it. Running back. He gets the ball. And it looks like they stopped him short, but he's actually on top of a Purdue player. But he really ain't moving. But I don't know if it's forward progress has stopped. He actually reached his left hand over the goal line. But the refs didn't see it. They blew the whistle, said forward progress. He's short of the goal line. And since they ruled that, what I mean, if he was short, he's short. 
I mean, basically they reviewed it and yeah, you could see his left hand went over, but forward progress was stopped. It was a weird thing. I, I guess it was the right call, but like, it didn't feel right, bro. Like, I mean, this man did everything he could. <laughs> he Purdue ended up getting the ball. Just for, got yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got robbed. Like, for, Purdue, Purdue got the ball, kicked the field goal through. They win the Music City Bowl, but man, like, like, Omer, you've seen this, but look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. I know this is, uh, I don't know if I'm lining this up right my camera. I don't oh, think so. Hold up to my camera. Okay. Oh, I, I got zoomed in. I'm, I'm acting like a boomer. I'm sorry. Okay. Look at this. There it is. I get that maybe okay. this is forward progress being stopped. I get it. I get he didn't move. But come on, bro. Look at that. Reward <laughs> that. Come on, bro. Reward that. <laughs> he got in, bro. Ball crossed. And you know what? If he and you know what? Somebody in football zebras, they brought it up. You know what? If you know they fumbled it, well, you know what? If he fumbled, that's his fault. That is his fault. He went, that he reached his arm out. You, you take the, the good with the bad, you live and die yeah. by the sword, baby. Oh, yeah, to be honest, because like once you reach, once you're reaching for the pylon, that's different. You're, you're going for it, you know what I mean? Like, if you drop the ball, you, you die by the, the sword, ball. baby. Yeah, but if you didn't drop the ball, that's a touchdown. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you know what. Who cares? He didn't care if he fumbled. Who cares? <laughs> it's OD. It's fourth and goal. In his head, he was thinking, like, I got to win this game. You know? And he thought he did. So, he thought he did, for sure. Everybody thought he, he did. Everybody low-key thought he did, because we thought <laughs> the whistle like, missed him. Everybody, like, yeah. the, the thing is, like, the whistle was blown after he reached over. But apparently that's kind of arbitrary. It doesn't really matter. I'm like... Then that defeats the whole purpose. The play wasn't over then. Well, was it was a play? Yeah, it's just like you know you know, some don't feel right here. Yeah, I don't know. The coaches it's were nice. a, alumni, a Purdue alumni. <laughs> oh God! They had to have been. I think uh, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be football if we didn't have you know stupid rules that we didn't understand and questionable officiating, and unintended consequences. That's right? Super, yeah. That's what we love about football. And that is all we Thanks have for a throw flag segment that was supposed to be under 10 minutes and on the clock, it'll be edited down by the time you get it. But on the clock, we have 34 minutes and 22 seconds. <laughs> Bad. All right. This ended up being about half as full episode, but that's okay. Right, Make sure you subscribe <laughs> wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow the YouTube at Fly- Flags and Fouls Highlights on YouTube. This will all be there. And this is going to be rough on my editing, but that's okay. Follow us Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Flags and Fouls. Maybe next week I'll lay out lay out a little more in depth my theory on the Lions and Seahawks. Especially now the Lions are going to play the Seahawks. Actually, so that be, in my mind that's that's a big game, even though it means absolutely nothing for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but I, just I think both and Lions actually need to lose. <laughs> Lions should Seattle to needs lose. to win to make sure that Jets pick isn't as good as it should be. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> Seahawks got nothing to play with. Seahawks got no reason to lose. <laughs> ain't got no reason to lose. You better try your best. Well, I mean, it's not like the, the Jets are going to waste it anyway. <laughs> that is true. Nah, I'm not worried about that. that I read that and they're like, it's not like you're going to pick somebody good. And I was like, that's true. It's the Jets. <laughs> no, they're going to pick somebody good, but they're going to like stun his development. No, that's all. <laughs> they're going to see you. They're just going to fuck. That's a problem. Them. Tragedy. <laughs> Tragedy. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> See y'all next week. <laughs>
Dzień dobry.